tabernacle and a wonderful place to worship. And I'm thankful for his presence being here. Jesus, eternal life, love to all, peace to all that know him. Room for the whole, um, for those who do not know him. Christmas to me is the message of hope of my best friend. Christmas to me is for blessing, to be a blessing, and to know every day that we are blessed. The prayers is that every day is peace on earth because Jesus has been born. Christmas should be every day so that we would remember Christ is the reason for the season. Christmas is. Christmas is, uh, you can go ahead and turn the house lights up for us. Christmas is, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Prince of Peace, Mighty God everlasting father and of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end and unto the throne of David and over his kingdom to order and establish it with judgment and justice for that time forward even forever the zeal of the Lord of hosts shall perform it amen I want to talk to you today last first Sunday we talked to you and said Christmas is about Jesus, and it really is all about him. I see I'm going to have to amen myself today. It's all right. I brought a few with me. Amen. Christmas is all about Jesus. If it wasn't for Jesus, we wouldn't even have a Christmas. People trying to get him out of the program. Huh? They want to do away with him at stores. Happy holidays. (laughs) They don't want you to put a manger scene out. They want to get rid of him because they know what he can do. That's right. But it's still about Jesus. Then we talked last week about it being about family. He gave us his life so that we can enjoy life and that he enjoys seeing families worship him together. And then uh, today I want to talk to you for a few moments on this subject. Christmas is about broken things. Christmas is about broken things. Now, it may seem strange to you to first hear that, but this is the week that we uh, celebrate Christmas. This is the time when the Savior of the world, we recognize that he was born. In a couple of more days, uh, we will be past all of the hustle and the bustle. We will be past all of the shopping and all of the finding gifts and trying to figure out what somebody may need or like or want. And then there will come a few moments when people will seem to get nicer. Be happy. They uh, get a little more grace than usual for those who are around them. It's almost like that we escape into a place in our world 
that we wished we existed in all the time. Where people are kind, where people are caring, where people are sharing, where people just get along. But that time doesn't last very long. It wears off pretty quick. Come time to go back to work. Monday morning, it will all be back to the real world. (laughs) What is the real world? The real world is why Jesus came. Because the real world is a broken world. Christmas is about broken things. It doesn't take much to see that even in Jesus' day that there were already, the world was broken. If you think back with me for just a moment, think about how that he would go into to find a place, his mother and Joseph would go in to find a place and and who in their right mind would would put off a, a, see a nine month pregnant lady and put her in a cave. Couldn't somebody gave up their bed? Couldn't somebody put a room over on the side and and said, at least we can get you out of the weather and into a place of comfort? Uh, I don't know. May I've never been that far west or east, but maybe they don't have any hospitality. I don't know. I I I, I believe that it's probably not about the hospitality, but it's about uh, that sin had already come full blown into the world. And you know, we we whenever you are a gentleman, you see a lady coming, you open the door for her. You see somebody with child, you see an elderly lady comes, comes you, you give up your seat and you let them sit down. But, but something happened here that, that we see that there was no hospitality, there was no kindness. And, and, uh, and we understand here by this time when Jesus had arrived, it's the reason that he did come is because the world was already a broken place. It was full of broken people. Christmas is about putting all the broken pieces of our life back together again. So many lives that are broken. Some here today that are broken. You have a smile on your face, but you have a broken life. You struggle with who you are. You struggle with the life that you live. It is uh, the situation that you find yourself. It perhaps could be poor choices. Maybe it's a situation out of your control. Maybe it's a case of right out rebellion and sin that has created a broken place in your life. Our world is so broken today. I heard of a story where that a, a young couple had just gotten married, about six months married, and they made up this plot, this plan to get an individual in their car for the sole purpose of killing them. Had never done nothing to them, did not even know them, just drove up to a stranger, enticed them into their vehicle, and then stabbed them multiple times, and then finished killing them by shooting them. 
This world is a broken world, my friends. It doesn't matter how young or how old you are. You don't have to be very old to find out that this is a broken world. And the only one that is able to heal broken people is Jesus Christ. The only one that is able to heal the broken hearts of mankind is the one that came as a babe in a manger wrapped in swaddling clothes so that you and I could have a hope in the midst of trouble and a hope in the midst of broken lives we can still look to the author and the finisher of our faith which is Jesus Christ and he will give us hope amen our world is so broken there's no respect for parents Kids calling their parents, old man, old woman, shut up. It's quiet in here. And we say, we, it's easy for us to point the fingers at another generation and say, look at them. But it's us that's raising those crazy kids. We're the ones raising them up. Huh? And you see, they, they have no respect. Watch how it progresses. They have no respect for their parents. And then they have no respect for the teachers. And then they don't have any respect for authority. They don't have any respect for the boss man or the boss woman. Huh? And now they can't keep a job. Amen. And our world is broken. Have no respect for leadership. Have no respect for God. Have no respect for God's house or his people. We're in a broken world. And I tell you today that broke, a broken world creates broken people. And I recall a woman who was broken in the Bible. The Bible said that she was bleeding for 12 years and instead of getting better, she grew worse. She spent all of her money trying to fix the brokenness of her life. And everything that she had, she exhausted all of her avenues, gave up everything that she had, everything that she knew. She it was value to her. And as a last ditch effort, she heard that Jesus was coming by her way. And she said, just maybe he can fix me. I've heard just maybe it is true that he is able to heal broken people. And so she had enough faith to say, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I know that I can be made whole. She hears that he is coming and sets out to start to touch the hem of his garment. She did not want tension drawn to her. She had already been humiliated enough over these past 12 years of hurting and brokenness. Her life was a mess. But I want to tell you that she said, if I can just slip in from behind him and reach out and touch the hem of his garment, I know that I can be made whole. And so she steps out to do just that. She reaches out and touches the hem of his garment. And the Bible said that Jesus stopped. 
Jesus stopped. He stopped going to Jairus' house to raise up a little child. He stopped speaking to all of the dignitaries and telling them of all of the important things. He stopped everything that he was doing and he asked the question, who has touched me? She was the only one who touched him with her faith. The disciples said, look, master, they're thronging you and you ask us a question such as this, who has touched you? But Jesus said, somebody touched me with their faith. Amen. Why? Because he said somebody that was broken, reached out and touched me. I felt healing virtue leave my body. I want to tell you today that whenever we begin to reach out by faith and call upon the name of Jesus, that we too can stop him. And that's the most powerful thing that I can tell you this morning, that when he stops, you've got his attention. When he stops, you've got his ear. When he stops... The healer is about to heal your broken situation and turn it around for you. Glory to God. Amen. All we have to do is reach out by faith and touch him. This woman is a picture of our world, a picture of many people. Their lives are wasting away. They're trying to do, trying to fix it with everything else in their life. Every other avenue of their life, they're trying to fix it with relationships, and they're broken. They're trying to fix it with money, and they're broken. They're trying to fix it with things, and they're broken. But I want you to understand today, when every other avenue of your life is exhausted, and it looks like they There is no hope left if you will reach out and touch him. He can take the brokenness of your life and turn it into a blessing. (laughs) She was getting worse. And she gets up one day, just another day, just an ordinary day, 12 years has become ordinary of sickness. Man, it's tough when you're sick for a long time. Whenever you're sick a day or two, people will stop by the hospital and check on you. When you're sick three or four days, people will send you cards and give you a call and say, I'm praying for you. Huh? But when you're sick for 12 years... Your sickness just becomes ordinary. Ain't nobody saying, I'm praying for you. Nobody stopping by and saying, hey, how are you doing? Nobody giving you a call and saying, hey, believing with you. It it just becomes ordinary day in your brokenness. This is where this woman was. She had gone for now 12 years, spent everything that she had, and she now hears after 12 years, she hears Jesus is coming her way, and she decides to give him a chance. That's all God is looking for from any of us today, is just give him a chance. Just give him a chance. Just give him a chance. Just just give him a chance to rescue you from your fallen state. 
Just give him a chance to show you his salvation. Just give him a chance to rescue you from all of those broken pieces in your life and come and sweep them up and be able to take your brokenness and put it back together again. All he needs is for you to give him a chance. There is none in this room today who have not experienced brokenness. The world is tough. Life is tough. We deal with difficult situations. As I said earlier, you don't have to live long to be able to know the brokenness that is in life and in living. But I want you to know today that often the brokenness makes us feel worthless. It makes us feel valueless, helpless, hopeless, useless, without dignity. And in this broken world that we live, it's easy for us to decide that we can just live with our fear, our failure, and our broken life. Because after all, that's what life is. Life's tough and then you die. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He came for broken things. The world makes it easy to give in to our failures. In this broken world in which we live, we discard broken things. We've created a place to throw away broken things. It's called the dump. You can go over there and you can find flat screen TVs. You can find tables. You can find beds. You can find, uh, you know, all kinds of things that people have spent a lot of money on just a few days removed. And now... They're in the dump because they're broken. The junkyard has a lot of vehicles that people spent thousands of dollars on just five, six years ago. Huh? I'm talking thousands of dollars. Have you tried to buy a new car lately? I mean, my God, they ought to have some gold in the back trunk or something I ain't found it but I've been looking for it but that junkyard is full of cars that people spent thousands of dollars on only to be parked in a junkyard and deemed unrepairable but God puts a premium on broken things He said in Psalms 51, the sacrifice of God or a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart. These things God will not despise. There, there, There is something about brokenness that attracts God to you. And he is saying, if I can just get you to give me a chance, I'm going to fix you better than before. I know you say, Pastor, there's no way that how can once you be broken that you can be better than before. But I'm here today to declare to you that after brokenness, your brokenness is not the finish. 
of your life. It's not the end of your life. There is an art of fixing broken pottery that reminds me of Jesus and why he came. They, they take the broken pottery and instead of hiding the broken, they repair where they repaired it. They repair it with gold or silver or platinum. And the repair becomes part of the history rather than a part that is disguised. So now we can look and we can see that we are, all, we are always wanting to cover up our brokenness. And that's the reason why people can't relate to us, the world, because we, we act like we got it all together. We act like we ain't never had a problem in the world. We ain't never had issues in our marriage. We ain't never been broke a day in our life. We Christians. Hallelujah. Huh? Huh? And we don't have no problems. We don't have no brokenness. We don't know nothing about that. We Christians. Huh? Baloney. That's Greek for dumb. <laughs> Amen. But we, we hide the places of our brokenness. We hide the places that we have walked through and God has brought healing to us. And suggest to the world we've never had any problems when the reality is the only difference between us and the world is we gave him a chance. And he healed our brokenness. He mended that which was broken in our lives. I want to tell you today that instead of them throwing away and discarding the the pottery that was broken, they took and showed its brokenness. It shows that even after it has been broken, it still has great worth and great value and can be used for great things. It highlights the cracks and repairs simply as an event in the life of the pottery rather than allowing its its service to end at that time of damage or brokenness. This pottery is considered more valuable after it has been repaired than when it was first created. You say, well, pastor, what are you talking about? I'm telling you today that just because you're in a place of brokenness does not mean that it's an end. Just because things are happening in your life, what we've got to do is we've got to bring that brokenness to Jesus. We've got to give it to him. Because you see, we, we look at our lives and we, we have this broken issues and we think that it's the end. And God is saying, that's the reason I sent my son to you. So I can heal your brokenness. Hallelujah. Now I want to tell you, we can hide it, we can fake it, but the reality is that God is looking for a little woman. He's looking for a little man that says, hey, I'm just going to give God a chance on this thing. Amen. And whenever people look at our lives, they look back at the broken pieces. It, it's, it's familiar. It is put on display. It is shown for everyone to see. And they say, look, that crack right there, that's when they laid me off of my job. 
after 25 years and we didn't know what we were going to do. We, you and mom, your mama, we thought we were going to lose everything. But God came and we gave him a chance and he healed our broken financial situation and we were better than ever before. <laughs> you see that crack on the handle? Oh, that's I thought my life was over. Our marriage ended in divorce. Nothing was left. I was an empty person. Friends left me. People forsook me. People said that, that and said horrible things. But I, I, I want you to know that I went to God and the Holy Spirit came and he began to mend my broken heart. Thought I never could love again. But he put love in my heart. He put peace in my life. And today I just want you to know that if he did it for me he can do it for you as well you see that over there on the other side that was bondage and addictions in my life that other people gave up on me my family even said I'll never make it but I came and gave God a chance and whenever I did he came with his healing power and delivered me from the snare of the enemy and he has placed me upon a solid firm foundation he's given me hope and a reason to live I I want to tell you the reason Jesus came. He didn't come to be king. He was already king. He didn't come to be Lord. He was already Lord. He came because of broken humanity. He came because we were in a broken world in the midst of sin and nobody could save us. Nobody could redeem us. There wasn't a lamb. There wasn't a turtle dove. There wasn't nothing that could save us from sin. And Jesus said, I'm not afraid of their broken this father just send me amen and he himself came down to a lonely place a broken place and then he himself became broken on a cross for you and I amen he bled he died so that we could feel our hurt our pain our trouble but yet he came out on the other side of that grave victorious over death hell and the grave and said because I live you can live also. I come to tell somebody today, down on your luck. Try everything you can try. God's looking for you to give him a chance today and he'll turn your life around. Oh, come on and praise him. Come on and praise him. I've come to tell you that there is still life after brokenness. You are more valuable after the brokenness. And he puts your life back together than you were before. Christmas is a reminder that there's still hope for you, sir. There's still help for you, ma'am. It's called a new beginning. A fresh start. You can get it right here today. It's available. All you got to do is give him a chance. I love this as I was studying it out and thinking about it, how that God's still seeing worth in you, worth in me, even when we're broken. So much until he takes our brokenness and our scars and he puts them on display before the devil and says, 
You may have broken it, but I can salvage it and I can redeem it and I can make it better than ever before. It's his love, it's his mercy, it's his grace. And God then takes that broken individual and puts them on display before the enemy. And I hear him say, you meant it for their evil. But I'm turning it for their good. All he's looking for is a chance today. Will you give him a chance? Will you give him a chance with your broken situation? Will you give him a chance with that thing that you gave up on? Would you give him a chance with your life? You're here today and you don't know him as your personal savior. You're not even living. You're just existing. If you're here today and your life's a wreck, shambles, you ain't even enjoying Christmas. Life is so broken and such a mess and you can't even enjoy the good times for thinking about the bad times. But I've come today with a message of hope. Come today to tell somebody that's in a broken place in your life that there's still a healer that takes broken things, mends them. (laughs) They become better than ever before, more valuable than ever. And just because you have come to brokenness in your life does not mean that's the end of your life. There's a better beginning, a new future. A bright hope. Put your trust in him today. Stand with me, please. Jamie's about to sing. And I just want to ask you a question today. Will you give him a chance? Will you give him a chance? Give him a chance with that thing in your life that you don't know what to do with. Give him a chance with with the ruins. Give him a chance with the brokenness. Give him a chance to say here it is God can't do nothing with it aren't you tired of being the the story of your life being this woman with an issue going from here to there and never getting any satisfaction never getting anything different growing worse instead of growing better but today because Jesus came Because of Christmas, he can heal your brokenness today. Today, just like that ordinary day of that woman. She just woke up in an ordinary day. Today is just an ordinary Sunday. But he can turn the ordinary into an extraordinary if you give him the chance. If you want to come and pray, we want to pray with you. We've got people that love to pray and we'll pray with you. I'll pray with you as Jamie sings today. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, if you haven't never accepted him, it's what we call salvation. You give him your life. You give him that chance. If you're here today and you say, Pastor, I love him with all my heart, but there's some broken things in my life. And I just want to give him the broken pieces today. That's all right. That's the reason we here want to invite you to come as well but whatever you do don't miss this opportunity to allow the healer of broken things to mend your life today 
As Jamie sings, come. If you don't want to come alone, ask somebody to come with you, but don't miss this opportunity. today. Bring your brokenness to it. Bring your brokenness today. Let him heal it this morning. My God, my Savior has ransomed. 